futures and options on futures may involve substantial risk and may not be suitable for all investors. Thank you for tuning in to Trading Futures with Laura, a show where Laura Taylor, a futures trading industry rock star and one of RJO Futures top analysts, takes your futures trading questions and answers them on air. Nervous about trading futures? Or do you just want to know more? Got questions? Email her for your chance to have your questions answered on air. Laura will put your mind at ease. So sit back, relax, and learn the ABCs of trading futures with Laura. Hi, everyone. Laura Taylor here, Senior Market Strategist at RJO Futures in Chicago. Uh, happy August 1st. Uh, can't believe it's already summer's coming to the end and kids will be going back to school. Hopefully the volume in these markets will pick up as well as people start trading, getting back involved in the markets. Um, I read that historically or seasonally, the financial markets perform better on the first trade day of the month. I didn't go back and look at any other first trading days. I took them for their word. Uh, but there's, you know, there's no guarantees, but it'll be interesting to see where we end up today. Uh, at the end of Friday's podcast, I hinted, because uh, I don't give out recommendations, but I hinted that the market was a bit overbought. And without putting out a trade recommendation, I mentioned possibly, you know, looking at some puts or at least taking some profits if you were going into the weekend, uh, you know, with a long position. Um, right now, you know, the S&P is down four and a half points. The NASDAQ is the leader. It's been stronger. And the Dow has now gone negative as well. So um, I'd like to hear from some of you on what position you are interested in and what you did at the end of the last week. Um, this is another week heavy on economic data and earnings on Wall Street. 148 companies in the S&P 500 are expected to release results over the next five days, including, uh, and not limited to, but including Caterpillar, uh, JetBlue, and Starbucks as one of the uh, bigger, bigger firms this week. Uh, the economic reports that rank high on possible market movers started today with the ISM Manufacturing Index, the ISM Manufacturing Index, which is released on the first business day of each month. Uh, this measures the change in production levels across the U.S. economy month to month. Uh, that came out this morning at 9 o'clock a.m. Chicago time. Uh, the gauge of factory activity eased to 528 uh, the headline PMI is a number from 0 to 100. A, a, a PMI above 50 represents an expansion when compared with the previous month. A PMI reading under 50 represents a contraction, and a reading at 50 indicates no change. So the further away from 50, the greater the level of change. Uh, today's figures highlight softer demand for merchandise as the economy struggles for momentum. Uh, other reports this week that can move the markets are tomorrow, August 2nd, we've got the JOLTS or the Job Openings Report, which produces data on job openings, hires, and separations, meaning, you know, people who quit, retire, or are, uh, you know, f are fired. So uh, that's important because that's going to tie in with the Friday, uh, Thursday and Friday's numbers. So Wednesday the 3rd, we've got Mac Job uh, Factory Orders at 9 o'clock a.m. Chicago time. And then we have the ISM Non-Manufacturing Index also at 9 o'clock a.m. Chicago time that same Wednesday. Um, it's the composite index. It's calculated as an indicator of the overall economic condition for the non-manufacturing sector or the service sector. Um, 
crude oil inventories. They're due out 9.30 a.m. Chicago time on Wednesday. Uh, we're also expecting OPEC plus, the OPEC plus the oil producing uh, companies to meet Wednesday to discuss whether to keep September output plans steady or modestly increase production. And that takes us to Thursday for the weekly jobless claims report and the big unemployment data that is released released the first Friday of each month and on Friday, August 5th. So you got back-to-back days of uh, employment data. And the Fed will be looking at those numbers. The uh, organization that determines if we're in a recession or not will be looking at those numbers because everything is tied into the jobs. And, of course, uh, there's a crop progress report scheduled for today at 3 o'clock Chicago time. That's for our grain traders. I don't mean to leave you out. I, I apologize for uh, uh, maybe not uh, discussing the grain markets uh, on a regular basis. I think I'll, I'll have one of my podcasts soon, and we'll just talk about what's up for the, um, the ag prices. Uh, if you'd like to receive our daily agricultural reports, give me a call. I'd be more than happy to share them with you. Um, knowing what's ahead, trade accordingly and review strategies and monitor your risk. If I can help you anytime, just give me a call. Uh, for now, uh, best wishes and good trading. Thank you. Thanks so much for tuning in to Trading Futures with Laura. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. That helps others find the show, and we greatly appreciate it. Thanks again for listening to Trading Futures with Laura, and we'll catch you in the next episode.